This morning, um, I prepared not a full sermon because I knew the kids were going to be sharing. Um, also, Annika was at youth camp, and she and her friends actually wrote a song. They wrote a worship song while they were at camp, and she was going to share that with us this morning. Unfortunately, the sickness that has been plaguing our family has now attached to Annika, and so she wasn't able to join us, but she will share that at some point. Um, the past few days, our family was in Montana. We took a few days just to get away and to rest. And I'm, I just want to be very open and very honest with our church family. We've been through a hard time um, this, this week and at the beginning of the week. And so we just really felt like we needed time to get away and just to allow the Lord to heal us and we really wanted time to just intentionally sit and listen to each other and to hear from the Lord. And, you know, to be honest, we were very weary, and we just needed that gentleness of Jesus. And it's like the gentleness of Jesus that Nathan was talking about, to just meet us in that very quiet place. And not just for like a one-time event, you know, but rather viewing this time as the start of a new season of receiving from Jesus what he really wants to give us. And while we were there, I was sitting outside, and the kids were playing, and Tyler was playing with them, and I was just looking out at all of the trees, and I began to think of the changing seasons, right? We're going into fall, leaving the summer months, and here comes autumn. And I began to think of all the plants, the trees, and they're soon going to die. <laughs> the trees that will lose their leaves in a few weeks, months, and I thought, man, everything about fall has to do with death, right? Like it's the dying of the leaves of the plants, and then I just felt this gentle nudge, but a firm nudge from the Holy Spirit, and said, no, Lizzie, it's not about death, because I am doing a work beneath the surface that you just can't see, right? What you see are the changing leaves. What you see are the leaves falling to the ground. But what I am doing is deep, and it's beneath the surface. This is a season of preparation. And I was a bit confused about that, obviously, because if you know me, you know that I am not a gardener at all. Leanne picked out a plant sign for me last year, I think, and it still is in my plant that this morning looked very sickly. It needs some love. And the sign said, I'm literally dying. So it stays in my plant because it's like the most true thing in my house right now. I am not a gardener. So when I heard the you know, Holy Spirit say, no, not everything's not dying. I'm doing a work. This is a, a season of preparation. I thought, well, that's really good, Jesus. Now I need to go to Google and learn what you're actually talking about because I have no clue. Um, so I went and I started to research, and I discovered that what actually takes place in the autumn season, very simply put, is that when there are no leaves left on the trees, the nutrients that typically would be going to those leaves are rather diverted inward and down to focus on the roots. It's a season of strengthening what we cannot see, 
of strengthening the roots. These nutrients are stored up, and the roots then are able to expand to reach the deeper water sources. And under the surface, strength is happening. Strength is being stored up so that the tree then and the plants can live and survive those winter months. So see, what's, what God has intended through this season is it's a season of deep, eternal growth and rest. It's rest and an under-the-surface health. I began to pray this week for our church family. And I began to ask God, in this season that we are entering, what do we need? What does our church family need? And I heard Jesus say two words. We need rest and we need healing. And so I've been reading through the Gospel of Matthew the past couple of weeks. And if you just start reading from the beginning of Matthew, you can skip through the genealogy if you want. But if you start reading a few chapters in, you will be, I think, astounded by how many times, just in the beginning portions of Jesus' ministry on earth, he healed people. He saw them, and he touched, and he healed them. It's just like pericope after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. You've got Jesus saw them, he touched them, he healed them. Page after page. We see Jesus stopping. He's on his way to do something else. And he hears of a need. And he bends down and he heals. Somebody comes to him in a panic and in a worry. My child is sick. My servant is dying. And Jesus stops what he's doing and he sees them. And he takes the time to heal. He heals all their diseases. He physically touched and healed. He brought emotional health to those who needed it. He brought spiritual health. He even brought mental health to those who needed a touch of their mind. Time and time again, when a need was brought before him, Jesus stopped and he saw the person and he healed them. And I want to say to each of you today and even to myself, Jesus sees you. He sees you. He sees your pain, your brokenness, your fear or your confusion. He sees your sickness, and Jesus wants to heal us. He wants to bring healing to you, to your body, to your mind, to your emotions, to your spirit. And the reason that Jesus wants to heal us is so that we can rest and get stronger in him. Rest and get stronger. Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30 says this. Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. I want to read just that part of the verse again. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. This is such a beautiful invitation of Jesus just saying, come, come. No matter what it is that is making you weary, come, 
and he will give us rest. The verse continues, and Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. See, oftentimes, we walk around with a heaviness, with a heavy burden or a heavy yoke. It's just the weight of the world, whatever our situation is, and it it can be very heavy. And what Jesus is saying here is he's inviting us into this beautiful exchange. That heaviness that you feel, give it to me. And instead, take my yoke upon you. And I know that's always struck me as very odd. Well, Jesus, wouldn't it just be better if you just took this whole thing away and didn't give me anything, right? Just let me be free. But the reality is, is the yoke of Jesus is his rest. It is his presence. It is his teachings, not as the world, but from him that brings life, and it brings an abundance, and it brings peace. So Jesus is inviting us into this beautiful exchange. Take the heaviness and let it go and receive from me what is light and what is life-giving. Jesus knows your struggles. Even if the person next to you right now doesn't, Jesus does. He knows what is in your mind. He knows what is in your heart. He knows what is in your body. And Jesus sees you and he cares for you. And to all of us who maybe today are a little bit weary, maybe just worn down, weighted down, Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. So this invitation from Jesus is one that I want to extend to each of you, not only today, but over the next few weeks, to receive from Jesus the healing that we need so that we can rest in him, so that our roots can go down deeper into him, and we can receive from Jesus what he wants to bring us, which is healing and rest. We talk a lot about rest. We see it all through the Bible. In fact, at the very beginning of Scripture, in Genesis, when, G- when God was creating the world, he instituted a day of rest, and we call it the Sabbath. Jesus on that last day, or God on that last day, they're one and the same. After he had created everything, he said, now it's time to rest. And all through scripture, we see that this was a de- design intended by God to bring health. He said, you will work for six days, but on the seventh, you rest. Even the plants, even the crops, as God was instituting his laws for the people, there would be a time for work. There would be a time for planting. There would be a time for sowing and for reaping. But then there was also a time for the fields to sit and rest. Because what God wants to do, not only in our physical world, but in us and in our spiritual world, is he wants us to have time to be rejuvenated to come alive once again. He wants to have that time where we are not so busy and so consumed with the things of the world that we can just sit in his presence and receive from him that deep nourishment that goes down into our roots that will make us stronger. 
So church, I'm speaking this to myself. I'm speaking this to you. We need to enter into the autumn season with the intention of resting so that the Lord can do an inner work in us to make us stronger so that we can persevere and grow and have life through the winter, right? Winter's coming. It's around the corner. Let's get ourselves ready, just as we would the plants in our yards, the trees in the fields. We need to get ourselves ready as well. So this morning, we're going to take a few more minutes, and we're just going to spend some time in the presence of the Lord through worship. So I invite you, this is a, this is a morning of rest and rejuvenation. You can sit if you would like. You can stand if you would like. But we just want to take some time to worship Jesus and to allow him to begin to bring healing rest to us. Jesus, yes, we speak your name, Lord. We speak your name over every heart, every mind, every situation, Jesus. And right now, Father, I just pray that you would draw near to us as we are drawing near to you. And Father, as we are entering into this new season, Jesus, we ask for this beautiful exchange, Lord. We give you what, what is weighing us down. And in turn, Jesus, we just ask for more of you. God, we ask for your presence to come, to be with us. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill us up. And Father, we pray that through these next few weeks, Lord, as we bring our needs to you, Lord, that you would meet us, you would touch us, you would heal us, just as you did in all of those stories that we read about. Father, that you would see us and see the needs presented. And Jesus, you would act as only you can. Because, Father, we want to enter into this season in health. So, Jesus, I pray over our church family, those here and, and the many who are not here this morning. Jesus, I pray even now that you would touch them. God, that you would bring physical healing. Jesus, that you would bring spiritual healing. That you would bring mental healing. Jesus, and you would bring emotional healing. Father, that we would be able to walk into this season with you, Jesus, healed and whole. And God, that we could rest in your beautiful promises that you are right there with us each step of the way, that you never leave us, you never forsake us. So Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you for your goodness in our lives. Lord, we thank you that you are here and that you are always here. Jesus, I thank you for our salvation, Jesus, that you died on the cross and you rose again for each one of us so that we can walk in healing and in wholeness. And Father, I thank you that you give us a spirit that, Jesus, we can, we can call out to you. We can rely on you. Jesus, we can rest in you. Not a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. So Jesus, thank you. You are so good. And we love you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.